Hi. 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 Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Hey, how are you? It's been so long. How have you been? Hi. Okay, you know what, guys? I was hoping that I'll be able to say hi to everybody. Like, one-on-one. -on -one, to everyone that will be listening to this episode. But apparently, that's not going to work. So, I'll just say hi guys welcome back to my podcast <laughs> as always i'm excited to be doing this again thank you so much guys for listening to the previous episode thank you for sharing also i do not take it for granted at all thank you so so much <laughs> oh my god August is finally coming to an end. I mean, I believe it has not ended yet because it's just 29th. I mean, so many people still have their testimonies. Still, We still have like three days to the end of the month. So I believe that people still have testimonies that is going to be delivered to them that has not yet come. So I will not say that the month has ended, but it's coming to an end. And I think one of the things that I've learned in this month is to always document the events that occur in your life so so that you'll be able to you know think back and see how far you've come and see how well you're doing how you're growing you see for us young adults or for anybody with we, we, we are always quick to judge ourselves we are always quick to condemn ourselves in the aspects that we are not doing well in you know and then we forget how well we are doing we forget to to praise ourselves when we actually deserve it so i think one of the things i've learned specifically in this august is to always put it down so that in your down times you can go back to it and then you can just you know give yourself some credits i mean you we, we deserve it you know having to um live life alone it's in itself is is a lot it's a lot to handle you know so don't don't be one of the people that will make life hard for you she understand i hope that makes sense but yeah that's it so before i get into what i want to talk about for this episode i came across this video on instagram and that has been my anthem since There is no when Adam Smith said human wants are insatiable. Trust me, even up till now, we are not ready to have that conversation because ah, hey God, it starts from when we have to do monthly sub up to five to six times in a month, and by the end, at the end of the month, when you are not calculating how much you spent on data, it's, it's going to twenty thousand naira. 15,000 on data. Hmm. Some people will collect salary like this for salary earners. The moment you get paid like this, you are doing, you don't even have to step out. I mean, before you finish the money in your account, thanks to technology, right? 
before you cough like this, they're already asking you savings or current. <laughs> Man, so I feel like this is a general problem. It's a, it's it's a, okay, maybe not problem for some people, but it's a general thing that we all face. That's why I thought, okay, let me talk about money in this week's episode. What did I just say? This week's episode. You get so um <laughs> so um at the beginning of this year or earlier on this year i took a course on goal smashing and my coach pipe lolua she um recommended no it wasn't even a recommendation she instructed that i read a chapter of her book titled finding the undefined and it was about money so apparently i needed to like reset my mindset yeah, set my mindset about money. So I'm just going to be sharing a couple of things. The thing that I would like to talk about is relationship between value and money. So value and money, value is what attracts money. You know, you see why um, when I read this book, I realized that it is not by I work that I will be rich you get it's not the work that i do that determines whether i'll be rich or not because the fact that i have money in my account doesn't make me wealthy so i need to also learn how to manage and sustain the money that i have in my account so i might be working if you have read this book uh, by asare ugo if i did not get that wrong uh, the smart money woman you understand what i'm saying so this woman uh, she was earning, I think, up to, I can't remember how much, but she was earning a lot. But then she got broke at a point and it was so bad. She got into debt and, you know, and all of that. So that just explains that it is not the work that you do really that determines whether you'll be rich or whether you'll be wealthy and all that. It's really in how you sustain and how you maintain the money that you have but before we get to the maintenance and sustainers let's first talk about how to attract it so money is attracted by value so for example there is a so let's just consider auntie jd taylor that stays just that has a shop down the road mm. let's consider her and then any other big um tailoring or fashion design brand that you know you know that there are some shops or there are some stores that you get to you know that you cannot enter the shop and say ah auntie i beg see this my clothes it's here for one side i beg help me swam <laughs> the way they were embarrassed <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right and then there are some there are some shops that we'll see you with all the confidence that you have without that general that is in your pocket you know that you can enter they will so they will amend your clothes for you and then they will even be telling you ah welcome ma welcome ma you understand that kind of thing so what's different between these two guys and then when you see the dress in some cases when you see the dress that this uh, let's say auntie j auntie j detailer when you see the dress that she makes sometimes it's really amazing you're like wow this is nice now makes sense and then the person she made the dress for will probably just squeeze like one five in her hand and then she'll not be begging the person that ah uh, please help me have 500 you know these things happen and have you ever thought about the difference between these small small brands and the big ones that you see maybe on instagram or or stuff like that 
So I learned from this book that the difference between them is the mindset. So if Auntie Jade Taylor had opened, she had learned the craft and started her business because she wants to be fed and that's all, then once she's fed, nothing else comes after it. She only gets fed from it. But for a person who starts a business, who starts anything with the mindset of adding value to our to her community, to his environment, making life easier, then people get to pay the person for that service. Like, you don't have to beg for the money, unlike the case of Auntie J. Detailer. It just automatically, because your mindset is, I want to add value to this thing i want to make this thing better there's a way this thing can be better there's a way life could be easier if that is the reason you are starting what you're starting if that is the reason you're doing whatever it is you're doing then it might it might not be immediately what's that it might not be immediately (laughs) but then you get very soon you start getting paid for the value that you're adding to your community or to your environment whatever the case is so it's the mindset so first thing that you need all right so the next point that i'm about to say is one of the most interesting things that i learned about the book and it is the part of managing our wants you know we don't have a choice but to agree with adam smith that our wants are insatiable so how do we handle it especially when maybe we are already making enough money and then we we have that money sitting in the account, right? So the author of the book said something about her love for cake. And she goes as far as reading about it on the internet. So she, so just imagine that kind of person now saying because she loves cake and then every money that she has, she's going to be using to buy cake, to buy cake, to buy cake. And then she made a statement that very soon all she will have to show for her life will be cakes. And I'm like, hmm, that one is deep. So how do we now, what do we now do in this case? Create a fantasy around the things that you want. So just imagine yourself in the world where you have it and have it there in your imaginary world. Don't bring it out to reality until that point where you can really, really, really afford it. You see this one that I'm about to say, eh? Hmm. If it is not your money, you cannot decide how it should be spent. So if you're that kind of person that you say, ah, this person is stingy, this person does not, I ask for money, this person don't give me, you're not upset, you are not angry, you're on your own, no, because if the thing is peppering your body like that, then go and make your own money, yo. go and make your own money, I think you get me now, uh-huh. there's nothing as, somebody is stingy, or and you're angry, why, why you even feel entitled to somebody's money, why, why? Ask yourself. No, look at yourself. Ask yourself. You're not angry because you ask for money. Person you don't give. You're your own. Just stand up and go and make your own money by yourself. So that you too can do shakara and decide what you want to give or not. Uh-huh. I just had to. I just had to say that one. So I was saying that um, for your fantasies, just leave them, um, leave your wants in your imaginary world. And then when you can afford it. Eh, when you are sure that you can afford it, it's when you check your savings, you check your investment plan. 
Uh-huh. So that's now sustenance and maintenance scheme. Uh-huh. I found the right word. Sustenance and maintenance scheme is savings and investment. So that's you putting a structure around your finances and um, it, 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 it's a great culture to imbibe. And I, I learned some years back that if you cannot save from 40,000 naira, maybe you are, for example, you are earning 40,000 naira in a month. Or, oh, that's, that's, let me know you 40,000 naira. Let me say you earn 80,000 naira. If you cannot save from 80,000 naira in a month, you most likely will not be able to save from 8 million naira when you start earning. So, it's a, it's a culture, it is learned. You become, it becomes your, your way of life. It's, once you start learning it, so if you think that ah, when I start earning big money, that's when I'll start saving. Trust me, it will be difficult for you to save at that point. All right, and please, and please, and please, don't go and do put two million today and use it to collect six million tomorrow. That one is no investment plan. That one is a joke. Please, please make sure that you read, uh, make your findings about whatever investment plan you're about to get into, so that your money will not disappear. So I think it's going to be a wrap here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you learned something new. And then if there is something you'd like to share with me, something because i also like to learn from you. So please do let me know. You can send me a voice message here on Anchor. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You can send me a mail. I'll be ready to read and uh, reply as soon as I can. So I wish you a happy new month in advance and let's um, live life and be happy. Thank you for listening. I love you. I love you. Bye. By the way, don't have been looking for sugar daddy that will say you should come and rub his stomach or sugar mommy that will say you should come and rub her. Whatever. Let's just be careful. Okay? This morning, eventually, we're gonna make it. But patience, patience, okay? And you already know the tricks. Find ways to add value to your environment. And then, you know, watch money come around. <laughs> it's not that easy, but then you get. Alright, so guys, thank you so much for listening. Bye!